it is, I've been told when they come back, I didn't know a massage could be like that. And I've got my first massage with her. I'm one of those people oh, who wow. like, you need this, you need this, you need this. And yeah. I never get it for myself. Uh-huh. And Lloyd, if you're listening, which I left you still sleeping, so I know you're not. Uh-huh. Um, when, and Ann Riley, if you're listening, I'll see you soon. Oh. In body therapy, I'm ready for a little... Self-love. That's right. Mm-hmm. I got a pedicure from my husband, and I haven't used it yet, but I will I will be visiting the Green Door in downtown Delaware mm-hmm. for my pedicure sometime very soon. I'm very excited about that. They have really good massage chairs. <laughs> Wonderful. Mm-hmm. Yes, they're, they're like full-body massage chairs, not just your back. They're uh, real good. Oh, <laughs> it feels good. It's a special treat. Uh, what, what about you, Hannah? Uh, my grandmother gave me this necklace. It was uh, my great-grandmother's uh, had a set of earrings, and so she had Aww. it repurposed into a necklace Aww. for me and another one for my sister-in-law. So we got some heirlooms coming That's down really the pipe. Sweet. <laughs> That's wonderful. It is. It was really, I really know. lovely. I love that. The other thing that I was just telling the gang uh, right before we went on air, we decided to splurge and get my daughter uh, a VR headset, Mm -hmm. a Meta Quest. I think it's a two. I think it's on a three right now, but we got her the two with the lots of gigs and stuff like that. And so she's been fishing and playing basketball. (laughs) You know what I saw someone do with with the VR headset that I'm interested in? Tell me. They rented the Taylor Swift Eras Tour to watch it through their VR, and they're just standing in their living room dancing along, but watching and hearing it, and they're just singing along. They look silly, but they are having the best time. Oh, yeah. No, I've taken so many pictures of my husband, like, you know, with, like, his hands up, like he's got his fishing pole. And <laughs> yeah. It's really things. And there's another really cool game that's called, My. is it called Maestro? No. It's, it's, but it's basically you are a conductor. Oh. And you are, like, cueing the orchestra. And it's, it's really cool. Your family's so musical. That's oh, perfect. Yeah. And my husband <laughs> plays it for the first time. My, my, my band director husband plays it for the first time. And he's like, oh, I got five stars. And I'm like, of course you did. Of course. <laughs> you know, I have, like, the original version i have view masters so oh. i'll go home <laughs> and i'm yes. gonna be right there in the middle of 1960s like zoo in san diego yes you are they let kids ride lions back then <laughs> i yeah. was born in the wrong time and the fences <laughs> were much much it. lower <laughs> I, I was like y'all are vr i'm going back when 3d got started <laughs> Well, this is our like year-end wrap-up show. We've got some fun things that uh, happened in 2023, some fun things coming in 2024. Uh, but of course, as always, we're going to talk about books for a minute. So what? <laughs> Not as many as last week, no. I promise. <laughs> you, had, you had your six Christmas cozy mysteries last week. That what? was crazy. I don't think I, I will promise that next year. <laughs> uh, what do you have for us today, Molly? So this actually is a really interesting one. So I am always striving to be a better housekeeper, right? Like, Every I think year. I know what you're talking about. This was and this was an unexpected. I kind of just randomly went for organizing and cleaning books, right? Yeah. And I found one called How to Keep House While Drowning it by Casey Davis. It is amazing. She is a therapist, but she is also a human. I like to say, um, she wrote this with neurodivergent brains, you know, at the forefront of her thinking. So if you haven't heard the term neurodivergent, I know mom and I were talking and she hadn't heard this the other day. It's just when your brain works differently. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's ADHD. Maybe it's dysgraphia or dyslexia. Autism it could be spectrum. autism spectrum. Yeah. It's just when your brain has a different direction it takes. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and she's talking about sort of expectations. There were several things. One, it's a six-point guide. And if you really struggle, it's a very short book. But if you struggle with reading books, she actually gives you a path to cut through the book and make it even shorter and still get those points. Nice. It, she really well, well thought out on this. Um, she has about 31 daily thoughts. But her main points are how to shift your perspective of care tasks from the moral to the functional, how to stop negative self-talk and shame around care tasks, how to give yourself permission to rest even when things aren't finished, and how to motivate your care for your space. One of the things she said that just struck me, too, is... I was sitting there thinking, I always worry how my house looks. Mm -hmm. I always worry somebody is going to pop by and judge me. Or, And she talked about sort of how we get to our thought processes. And she's like, you know, I've known people who were really poor. And their grandmothers would say, we're poor, but we're not dirty. Mm -hmm. And we put all these expectations on ourselves through our history, through our, you know, how can I judge myself when my life is full-time work mm-hmm. and full-time house care? Mm-hmm. Um, she takes away, like, for me, having the idea of laundry baskets in every room. Like, oh, that just makes your house look messy. No, it has laundry going where it needs to go in every room if that's what works for you. Mm-hmm. And her whole thing is cleaning needs to be what works for you. Yeah. And if you don't need to do it, you don't need to do it. One of the mm-hmm. one of the most freeing statements that someone ever said to me was like their house they had you know they had a child their toys were out they were everywhere mm-hmm. they had like a sibling come over and the sibling was like gosh like what a mess and he was like we live here yeah we live here and and this is life you know yeah. and I was like ugh that is freeing you know mm-hmm. in, in in along those statement there is a book coming out this early in this winter uh, it's I think it's by Aaron Aaron Napier of Old House Love mm-hmm. she went there are all these homes that were professionally decorated and you always see that and she so she went right back with a photographer to all these homes as they were lived in not styled for mm-hmm. a shoot and she said and they're side by side this is how it was styled for the shoot and this is how we live mm-hmm. it is yes. still a beautiful space but here are my children's homework on the table yes. yeah, it's still exactly. a beautiful place but look that blanket isn't folded and there's laundry on the floor and you know I have a long haired cat so my yeah. long-haired cat is going to have dust bunnies that are going to roll across the yeah. floor every now and again. Princess? Well, she's both. <laughs> um, she is the princess of the cats, and she is perfect and gets to do what she wants. But like, I always felt guilty when somebody would come over and there's fur on her climbing post. Yeah. Well, because I have a piece of furniture she loves, and she like hair just falls off her as soon as I clean something. It doesn't matter. So it was a very freeing book. I suggested, especially if you are walking into the new year with that resolution of clean, um, How to Keep House While Drowning by Casey Davis. It's a gentle approach to cleaning and organizing. It lets you give yourself a break. Um, I'm a huge Peter Walsh girl. I always feel like when I can't keep things together, it's because I have too much stuff. Mm -hmm. But I also got married, and he is... Not a believer that there's such a thing as too much stuff. Oh, no. don't. So you always have to balance. (laughs) If I love my relationship, I maybe have to let go of my wish to have a sparkling clean house. The other thing is gratitude as well. Mm -hmm. Like knowing that like if you have laundry that is dirty sitting in a pile, you have clothes that you were able to wear and you have the ability to wash them. Mm -hmm. Like those are two points of gratitude that like, Mm -hmm. you know, 
kind of help change your perspective too. Yes. Yeah. 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 Okay, Hannah. I know we're going to talk we're about. Talk, I've got something else to okay, talk about. Okay, I was going to say we've got one book <laughs> that we're going to tease for the second half, which is talking about our upcoming visit with Tanahasi Coates. But you've got something else. Yes, I, oh, I'm actually doing something. I'm watching, and you can get the DVD of this. Um, mm-hmm. It is available through the CLC. Yeah. Uh, I just finished season two of The Gilded Age Ooh. on HBO, or it's on Max. Mm-hmm. Um, it is Julian Fellow's American take uh, at the same sort of uh, Downton Abbey sort of thing. Uh-huh. It is set in 1880s New York City. It follows um, a, a family called the Russells who live across the street, who are new money, who live across the street from uh, the Van Rines, who are old money. Mm-hmm. And there are some historical figures who play in there, like um, Nathan Lane uh, plays, oh, I can't think of his name right now, but he was sort of like... The, he kind of was like the social guy. He kind of like threw out all the ladies. He was almost like Capote <laughs> with his swans. Yes. But of that time. Yeah. Um, and then there's Caroline Astor and, and some other people like oh, yeah. that. Um, the Russells are supposed to be the Vanderbilts. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of the things that Ava Vanderbilt did, Alva Vanderbilt did, um, Bertha Russell is doing in this. She's opening the Met. It, uh, it's the Met versus the Academy Opera opening. Ooh, it's, yeah. it's it's the bringing in a duke to marry her daughter <laughs> mm-hmm. and that sort of thing. And then the Van Rines, I don't know exactly. They're just supposed to be the old Dutch money. Yeah, of New York. It is. If you like Downton Abbey, if you like period dramas, the costuming is insane, gorgeous, spot on. They are going through. You can go to museums and see paintings from that time that they have recreated in real costumes to put on these actresses. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Um, and they have beautiful ballroom scenes, which uh, we have a local shout out. A yeah. friend of mine from high school, Mia Deweese, she is dancing in some of these scenes. So Amazing. Awesome. Yes. So Mia. We're very proud of, of Mia, and <laughs> yeah. it's exciting to see her. She's been in at least mm-hmm. two or three ballroom scenes each season. That's so cool. <laughs> I know. Um, so that's a local shout-out. And it's really just, you're able to turn your brain off. It's rich people yeah. with rich people problems. Like, oh, the Met versus the Academy Opera. Like, what are we going to do? I love the amount of drama. Yes. Yeah. But it's, it's not <laughs> like, no. Yeah. It's great. Um, there's uh, there's some LGBTQ representation. Mm-hmm. Um, they talk about, like, the upstairs, downstairs. Uh, this mm-hmm. In this season, one of the downstairs uh, servant men, he invented something. And will he be able to get his patent? Oh, yes. Mm. And I was on the edge of my seat. I remember you telling me about <laughs> oh my, that. I was so nervous. Was like, wow, you are invested. <laughs> it's so good. If you love it's Downton fun. Abbey, it's it's this, it's American Downton Abbey. And you can get the DVDs, request them from the library. That's great. Mm-hmm. Highly recommend. Wonderful. <laughs> I love that. Well, and I am taking another direction as well. So we've got we've got a book, we've got a show, and now I'm going to talk a little bit about place because... One of the things that mm-hmm. is like the unsung hero of the um, most recent additions to the things you can check out from the library are our culture passes. Yes. yes. Um, I like to take the week between um, Christmas and New Year's and even the couple of days thereafter to do like a tour day Columbus and visit mm-hmm. some of the places in Columbus that I don't get the chance to really see. And I maybe don't want to go to when it's 90 degrees out. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we have culture passes at the Delaware County District Library that allow you free admission to the Franklin Park Conservatory. Yes. They allow you free admission to. But you do have to come check it out the for Columbus the Franklin Park. We only have mm-hmm. so many Franklin Park um, yep. Conservatory. And you do have to come pick up your Columbus Museum of Art passes. Yeah. Yeah. Come see us. So both, mm-hmm. of, both of those you need to come and get in person. And yeah, one one is limited. So the Franklin Park Conservatory is limited. You check it out. Um, mm-hmm. It's a first come first serve basis. They're checked in about every um, you know three to five days, and so it might be there, might not be. Mm-hmm. You just wait a day, and it'll be there. Um, always worth a call, you know, before yes. you stop in. 
And the Columbus Museum of Art, you do have to come and get the physical pass, um, but those are almost always in, mm-hmm. in available demand. And yeah, they get you and your partner, another adult, and up to like, you know, anywhere between six and eight, you know, kids, yes. <laughs> like free admission. And it's just so much fun. And there's so much to see this time of year. The other cool thing is at both of those places, um, they get you half price on like other stuff. Yes. Too. And they get yes. you discounts in the um, museum in the museum oh, gift stores. I love a museum the, gift store. And you don't have to worry about the parking. The parking All of right. these are yep. easy parking. If you've never been to these places, parking comes with the passes yeah. and it's not hard. It's not hard to navigate to them. It really is pretty easy as far as it goes. Cause I'm not a right. downtown mm-hmm. adventurer where I, if I don't know where to park and go, go mm-hmm. with your kids and be pleasantly surprised at the availability of things that there are for kids yes. to do. Um, I've had friends who are like, ah, I don't think my kids would like the Columbus Museum of Art. I'm like, I guarantee no, you they will. they're no. so good. Absolutely, they it's will. It's made for family interaction. Right. Their goal is to introduce art to children so it isn't mm-hmm. such a scary thing. And if you think museum are for a certain type of people, right. let Columbus Museum of Art surprise you. Yeah. It's really for everyone. That's their goal. And and I don't know, I'm not sure when the next um, concert will be for the Central Ohio Symphony, but also in our, culture, in our Culture Pass availability, we have Central Ohio Symphony Culture Passes, especially for students. Yes. When you show, when you're a student and you show your library card, you get in for free and you're accompanying guardian or adult gets a half Mm -hmm. price ticket and so that's another one to take advantage of that you just need your library card for so that's my little plug um, that we've been I checked out both a Franklin Park Conservatory and a Columbus Museum of Art Culture Pass and so that's been my little fun for this Mm -hmm. next this last week in this upcoming week so we're going to take a break now, and on the second half of the show, we're going to come back, talk with Miss Hannah about author and speaker ta Coates. He is having a visit in February that you will not want to miss. Stay tuned. Well, you're back listening to Off the Shelf with Delaware County District Library. This is Ooh. Nicole Fowles. Hello. This is Molly Myers and the baby. Good morning. Hello. And we are happy to have Hannah Simpson in the studio with us this morning. She is talking about um, Ta-Nehisi Coates, who is mm-hmm. an author, a speaker, a journalist. Um, he has a visit coming up on February 4th, which I can talk a little bit more about because I've been working intricately with the, the visit team. Um, but what we wanted to know about is like, what is his style? What's his writing? What's a little bit here and there happening with, um, yeah, what's he do? <laughs> uh, I have he is primarily a journalist and mm-hmm. nonfiction. He's got mm-hmm. collections of essays published as books. He's gotten lots of nonfiction, a lot of commentary mm-hmm. on the black experience in America. Uh-huh. Um, mm-hmm. he he's he is very well spoken and very eloquent. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, but I have read his uh, only novel called The Water Dancer. And it is historical fiction with a touch of magical realism. I've heard oh, that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it is about a boy named Hiram who was born a slave, although his father is the master of the, the manse. Mm-hmm. And, um, and along the way, he falls in with the underground and mm-hmm. becomes an agent on the underground. Mm-hmm. Um, he, we run into, we have a, he has a relationship with Harriet Tubman. Mm-hmm. She is a character in this book, oh, which I was fun. not expecting. No, yeah. I did not know um, that. It, and so it, it's a really excellent, uh, historical fiction of a time and it is and almost entirely about the slave's perspective, which mm-hmm. often those books give try to give both, which is 
Yeah. Ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. Um and 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 the underground, which I don't I, I only don't think I've really studied it since like third grade or whenever it is in the yeah. Ohio curriculum. Exactly. Um but it is beautifully written. He he is really good at descriptions and um there there and he paints the picture really well. You really get the feeling of all the places he in. There are three sort of main there's there's Lockless, the plantation in Virginia. There's another plantation in Virginia that he spends a good amount of time, mm-hmm. and then Philadelphia in the north. Okay. Um, and and you see it all through the eyes of Hiram, who is this mm-hmm. main character, mm-hmm. and he he has a power that they call conduction, which you know the railroad yes. and and conduction. Oh, fun. And and it's sort of like magically transporting people, and you can imagine that would be very helpful in yes. an underground situation. Uh huh. Um, but that's all I, I want to tell you about the plot because yeah, gotta leave some things. Mm-hmm. And, and so mm-hmm. it is, I don't know if this was intentional, but it, the writing style felt very of the time, of the mid-1800s. It felt very Dickensian and taking his time with with inner thoughts yes. mm-hmm. and descriptions of places. And, and so there are big bursts of action, but lots of thoughts. And I think that a lot comes back to his wonderful power of commentary yes. and dissecting a situation mm-hmm. yeah. and that's really where Coates shines mm-hmm. and so mm-hmm. it'll be it's so great to hear him talk about this when he comes to visit in February yes mm-hmm. yes mm-hmm. so there is a group of libraries um, well we have a larger consortium the Central Library Consortium where a lot of us share resources that's how you get your books so fast and why sometimes they don't say Delaware County District Library exactly. on them. <laughs> <laughs> you come and you pick it up at a Delaware County Library but it maybe says Marysville or it maybe says Grandview Heights um, and so we all have kind of pulled together our money because bringing mm-hmm. an author of the scale of Mr. Coates is um, very expensive. Yes. And so we've pulled together our resources um, to fund his visit. But then there are a little bit of extra funds that come mm-hmm. in with renting a facility, paying for security, different things like that. So it is a ticketed event. Um, ticket fees range anywhere. They begin at $25 and go up to 50 depending on how mm-hmm. close you'd like to be to the stage. Um, and his visit will take place on Sat on Sunday, uh, February fourth, and this is going to be um, in the Upper Arlington Performing Arts Space, um, Performing Arts Center, and it's um, going to be really wonderful. It's accessible. Um, when you go to purchase your ticket, which you can do at DelawareLibrary.org, and you visit our events calendar, and you go to that uh, event on February fourth, you'll be able to just click and pick t- pick your ticket. Um, you'll, your seat will be defined, so you mm-hmm. won't have to worry about any sort of general admission or first come, first served. Um, and then you will get to um, you'll get to see Mr. Coates talk about the um, experience that he has had as an author and what he has um, lived, what he has written. Um, and between the uh, well, I was going to say. The Water Dancer is not his only book. He's also written another novel called Between the World and Me. That's not a novel. I'm, well, not a novel. He's written another book. You I get re- very per- yes. particular, but another piece of writing. Yes. <laughs> it's a book. Yes. And I read that one and absolutely loved it. It's a letter to his son. Yes. And it's about his experience being a black man in America. Mm-hmm. Uh, my mom's reading it right now, so I'm really enjoying seeing sort of her perspective as she reads it. She's been enjoying it because she's getting excited for this. Yeah. This coming up. Yeah. And so and of course, he's coming in February, which Mm -hmm. is, um, you know, February 1st kicks off Black History Month. And so we're very excited to have kind of a whole entire, you know, central Ohio, Columbus, greater area focusing 
on um, the writings of Ta-Nehisi Coates, but also just the greater writings of people who have lived and written about the black Mm -hmm. experience in America so that we can celebrate it and learn more about our history and our culture and Mm -hmm. what we all share together. Um, So that will be Sunday, February 4th. And again, you can get tickets at DelawareLibrary.org and you can find the link and you can go ahead and purchase. And um, it was we talked about it a little bit, some of our mailers that we've sent mm-hmm. out to people, that it would be a great Christmas gift oh, for yes. the person yes. who is impossible to buy gifts for. Mm-hmm. You know, you can buy them a copy of The Water Dancer or Between the World and Me and, you know, slip a ticket in there and then yes. say, you know, Merry <laughs> Christmas. There you go. Go go read this book and then go see the author. Um, so we're yeah. excited about that. Yeah. If you have read The Water Dancer and you want to talk about it. Yes. We're at my book club. The Ostrander Book Club meets the first Wednesday of each mm-hmm. month at the Ostrander Branch Library at 11 a.m. And we're talking Water Dancer next week. Excellent. Yeah. So come come chat with us. We we have always good discussion. It's, it's a pretty structured conversation. Mm-hmm. It's directly related to the book. And I have a feeling the group that we have there is going to have lots to say. Mm-hmm. So I love a split us. group. That makes the best conversation. I, I really or think... a really bad book. Yeah. Which this is not. But no. a really <laughs> bad book is uh-huh. some of my favorite book club books. There, yeah, and knowing this group as I do, I think it's going to be a great conversation. Mm-hmm. So join us. We, yeah. We're always welcome, looking for new book friends. It's mm-hmm. going to be it's going to be a quick turnaround from celebrating the new year. So you know, this Sunday night, uh, go and celebrate New Year's Eve. Sunday, uh, Monday, January first, when all the libraries are closed, um, stay home, recover, read, and then um, on Wednesday the third is whenever your book club takes place. Amen. The Ostrander <laughs> Branch Library. It is cozy. It is lovely. Um, and it's a, it's a nice group. If you haven't been to the Ostrander branch, what are you waiting for? Mm-hmm. It's so cute. It is a lovely mm-hmm. branch. 11 a.m. Is that when the group 11 a.m. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it is. It is a fun group. We have about two minutes left to talk about some other things happening in the system. And if you're listening live on Friday, I would be remiss if I did not mention that today <laughs> My favorite is thing of the year. Best program of the year. New Year's Eve. It's <laughs> awesome. Uh, New Year's Eve is a program where kids get to count up or count mm-hmm. down to noon um, to do a countdown. We have a ball that drops. We have confetti. Well, I don't know if there's confetti. I thought there were promises less of no confetti. confetti. <laughs> uh, what I've heard is less confetti, yes. only because the staff have to clean up said right. confetti. And when you make a mess, <laughs> who's got to clean up the mess? <laughs> All of us. Exactly. All of us. Exactly. So uh, New Year's Eve happens at the Delaware Main Library today, Friday, December 29th. From uh, 11.30 a.m. to 12 o'clock p.m. I have heard that a special unicorn friend will be there to also um, help pass some, throw some confetti off of the mezzanine. So come and see Percy as well. I get well. to throw things off the mezzanine. <laughs> it's magical. It's my favorite time. And all the things we that get thrown are sparkly. They, they are, are sparkly. And light. And light. And light. Safe. It's confetti. Safe. It's balloons. <laughs> if you're a parent, don't tell your kids, but it's magical. It's magical. <laughs> and I want to give one other shout out in the last minute that we have. Um, on Monday, January 8th, the Bookbusters Club is back. Mm-hmm. And this is great for kids who are um, between the uh, second and fourth grade. Bookbusters this month takes place on Monday, January 8th, 5.30 p.m. at the Liberty Branch Library. You don't need to register. Just show up. And um, they're doing history lovers. And mm-hmm. if you know the series, if your kid's a history lover or a nonfiction lover, or maybe you want to like help them just learn about people and places, they are reading the Who Is or Who Was yes. series. And so you pick one of the four books um, that they've chosen. Who is uh, Malala? 
um, who was Frederick Douglass, who was Sitting Bull, and who was Susan B. Anthony. Mm-hmm. And you read one of those four books, or all four of them, and then you come discuss and learn a little bit more about how those figures influenced history. And let me tell you, if you're doing that, it makes your summer vacations, you're prepping for summer vacations sometimes, right. a lot more fun because you're not having to introduce all the concepts. We took my niece to Boston, right. and you can just tell when she locked into something she knew. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. I do. I do love seeing those little those little clicks of recognition. So, those are what's coming up. Everything that you need to know is at DelawareLibrary.org. Thank you, Hannah, for being our guest this morning. I love being here. <laughs> Thank you, Molly, for being the co-host. Happy to be here. And Gage, I hope all of the voice vocal range returns for you today. <laughs> Thank you. And have a happy new year, everyone. Until next year, we will see you in the stacks.